What is going on, guys? Welcome to Bearded Discussion Podcast, the show that talks about what it means to be a man in the 21st century. I'm your host, Simon Binkowski, a self-proclaimed fitness fanatic, and I'm on a journey to challenge stereotypes about men. Every week, me and my guests will bring you amazing conversations about masculinity, relationships, fitness, sex, and many more. Now, let's jump into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bearded Discussion Podcast. Today with me, I have the first female that is joining the Bearded Discussion family. Her name is Heather Padbury. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hey, good to be here. Thank you for being here. Um, no worries. Uh, yes, you're going to be, you, you're the first female on this podcast. So you're, you're essentially no pressure. <laughs> you're essentially no pressure going to be, going to be talking about, uh, going to be talking, uh, in the name of all women. Uh, so no pressure there. <laughs> well, I don't have um, a beard. Am I still allowed to, to uh, talk? Of course you are. This, this, this podcast is open for everyone. So <laughs> you, you definitely are welcome to join. Um, cool. I wanted, I wanted to ask you something that I've been thinking about, uh, off and on for quite a while. Um, yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you a question. Can men and women ever truly be friends? I know that Ooh. some listeners might, might misunderstand it and, and, say that of course women and and men can be friends but i'm 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 talking more specifically about of course men and women can be friends but there is a certain point after which things change or can men and women ever like be true friends best threat best best friends um best friends yeah it's an interesting question it's a big question isn't it it's one of those questions that's like got multiple facets to it yeah i think it it depends on a few things like the first thing that springs to mind is like, what do you consider a true friend to be? Like if we're analyzing this and saying, what does this mean? Like, so what's a true friend to you? Like, so for me, that's someone that I can depend on someone that knows they can depend on me. Someone that has probably been through thick and thin with me. Yeah. Um, Somebody that maybe I don't see every day someone that I have trust in who has trust in me. Yeah. Um, though, though you might have many, many friends, how many friends like that do you have in your life? I don't think I've got more than, you know, five in my life. They know who they are, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't say names cause yeah. that'll be confusing. Um, but yeah, I think like you start there, like what's the definition of a true friend? What, do, what would it mean to you? Uh, definitely someone that I can confide in and, and someone that I've been sort of through thick and thin with. Yeah. Uh, and, but you know, the, 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 the relationship itself between men and women is mm-hmm. a specific one because uh, talking from a man point of view, um, you know, there is a high, uh, probability that you, you know, you, you might see a certain situation or a certain, or the person, like something happens in, 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 in your guys sort of friendship or relationship or whatever. And, yeah. and, and then you, you see things as more sexual or like you're more attracted to that, uh, to your female yeah. friend. And, and obviously that's, uh, that's when things change. Um, but do you- yeah, I, th- I think we're, we're definitely talking about two heterosexual friends here. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a straight guy, friends with a straight girl, um, you know, 
it's possible to be attracted to people. Like you normally know like early on in your friendship with someone, like whether or not you fancy them, I think. Although, you know, well, that's true. There, are, there are times when that doesn't happen. Like you're saying, like something could change. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's really interesting to think about like the friends in your life um, and the friends that you know that your friends have, like where do they come from? Like a friend that you have that you've had for 20 years, let's say a woman, a straight woman, you're a straight guy. You Would you 20 years down the line start to find that person attractive out of the blue for no you reason? You could just because... Um say in for initially if you met that when you meet that person you might not be attracted to her talking obviously from a guy's point of view mm. but then then as you go through different situations with them like i don't know you have something happening in your life the the the, the girl has something happening in, in her life these kind of situations bring you together and that's when you know that's when feeling feelings might come in as well so I guess if, if that's the case, and if we're just looking at that, that scenario uniquely, what's the problem? I'm not saying that is a problem, but... <laughs> There's something, you know, let, let nature take its course, right? Like if you're both attracted to each other, great. If one of you knows you're attracted to the other one and you're thinking, oh God, we've got a solid friendship here. Yeah. That, that I've never felt attracted to you before in my life, but now we've gone closer and closer and closer. I start to find myself being attracted to you. Do you not ask yourself the question, you know, maybe it was always there all along, you know, maybe it was always underneath and I never acted on it or I never saw it before, you know, do you think those that's, that can be true? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I've been in situation in a situation like that where I was a friend with someone and then I found them started finding them attractive. Uh, but that's yeah. when that's when uh, like the complications come in meaning meaning you just you know you, you've been friends for a while you don't want to ruin that for 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 anything really and then yeah. and then how do you how do you then approach you know the the you know the the romantic feelings that you, that you have yeah and, it's and definitely how do an you awkward do that? one that's that's when I like friend zoning comes in and and things like that right You've been friend zoned before? Oh, of course. Every guy has. <laughs> it's one of those things that like you just everyone either doesn't know it's happened to them and will go, no, 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 like obviously, like it's never happened to me. Yeah. Um, or it happens to you all the time and you just you're oblivious to it. I think that can happen. Like I've definitely um, you know, I've I've definitely done it to people, you know, yeah. if we're gonna talk about it as a thing you do, like I think you know whether or not you're attracted to someone. Yeah. And if you're, if you meet a guy and you're not attracted to that guy, let, let's actually, what would make more sense is if we kind of think about settings, like in what situations might you meet someone? So like, obviously you're going to have your childhood friends. We'll put them to one side for a second because that's a whole, that's a whole other kettle of fish. But yeah. if we're just talking about, you know, as, maybe like thinking about from 20 onwards, from the age of 20 onwards, mm -hmm. you know, you might have finished uni around then you've lived a bit of a life. You might be living on your own or living in a shared house. Maybe you're moving out for the first time you end up in a shared house and there's, um, you know, there's a man there, you know, and you're a woman. Um, and you find that person physically attracted when you first see them. Yeah. That could happen. And 
that's a scenario in which you could meet someone, someone that you become friends with. You can meet someone, I mean, not so much nowadays, obviously, but you can meet someone in a pub, you can meet someone in a club, meet someone, you know, um, on a forum online. There's so many places where you can meet people when you're not going there to look for a partner. Like if you're not, like if you go on Tinder, you're looking for something, right? You're looking for sex, you're looking for love, you're looking for something to make you feel good. You're not going to a pub because you're looking for those things necessarily, um, so mm-hmm. I think it, it would it helps to kind of think about right well within what within what situation do I do I meet these people and does that then dictate whether or not I allow myself to give in to those feelings of attraction and yeah. act on them or that it's not appropriate maybe if I live with someone and it's a shared house situation mm-hmm. it's not appropriate straight away to be like, Hey, we've just moved in together, but I think you're fit. Let's be, fr- you know, let's, <laughs> let's have sex. Yeah. It's not, it's not the same thing as going, Oh, you know what? This guy's attractive. He might be attracted to me, but we live together. Let's not make it weird. And obviously this is like, as if you're single. Um, well, that's actually what I was going to ask. Do you, yeah. How, how, obviously there is a difference, but um, how do you think, the situation is different when you're single versus when you're in a relationship. You know, obviously when you're in a relationship and you don't want to, I know there's many different factors because, you know, you, you you might feel like you met the one some uh, somehow or whatever, and that person is, isn't the person that you're in a relationship with, but <clears throat> Ooh, just in general. that's just, a good one. So you're in yeah. a relationship and then you meet someone else and then that person you think might be the one. Yeah, yeah. And that person is a friend. Well, then do they ever, are they ever your friend? Well, uh, like when does the friend happen? I wouldn't say that they, they're a friend because obviously you have to get into a situation and then de- start developing that. It's just, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, if, if you're single, okay. you, you're more open-minded to whatever happens really. And when you're I in a relationship- saying- is friendship is a stepping stone yeah to something else yeah. and you can stay on that stepping stone forever with someone but the idea will always be you're you're going up the, you're going up the stairs because you want to get to somewhere else and that somewhere else could be true friendship because that's an elevated yeah place from yeah. friends yeah but like what you're what you're saying really is that the intention is always going to be in the back of your mind. This is going somewhere. Like it might be. I'm going- saying I'm saying more like the intention might be because um, I think we we going slightly off the topic. Like we we not necessarily women and men can be friends, but from a guy's perspective, there is a high probability that you that you will see something sexual as part of that as part of that friendship with that person whether you actually regardless of whether you actually want to be with them or not there is a sexual Mm. aspect to it okay well i don't know if it's necessarily different for women so i don't think you could say like friendship of any kind has never included any kind of sexual thoughts if there's attraction there if there's attraction there now would you be friends with someone that you're not attracted to that's a good question would you actually become friends with someone that doesn't have a quality that 
you find attractive, whether or not that could be as simple as something like this guy is hilarious. I want to be around him because he makes me laugh, you know, and that's not, I physically find him attractive and therefore I, you know, I can't see him without thinking about being sexual with him. So I'm like, would you, there are going to be situations in in which that doesn't happen though. So like what? Think about um, friends that you have out of necessity. Okay. So friends that you, that you have because you are kind of thrust together in a situation. And I'm talking about, school i'm talking about work talking about institutionalized friendships that exist because you were kind of forced to have them or else you you know and and you know what more power to the loners of this world because it was something that i could never do growing up but yeah um you know you're you're five years old you're at school for the first time you're seeing people who are not like your people who live down the street or your cousins or your brothers or whatever, like you're meeting like real kids and you need some friends. Are those friends as you grow people that you still want to hang out with? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. I'm sure yeah. it's happened to you, right? Like as, as you get older, like some yeah, of your friendships, you lose friends. they yeah. drop off. Yeah. And sometimes that's because what you initially felt, i.e. that like need to be clumped together because you had to have friends that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, but it's the same true of work because it's the same thing, right? Like you work in a company. Yeah. You want to have friends there. Mm-hmm. You may make friends there. You may not, you may not be friends with everybody there because you yeah. know what you like, you know what you're attracted to in a person by that time. And I think that's, that's a really interesting topic. Like if you have friends in institutionalized created situations like that, where you're not going out, you know, to a bar or whatever and meeting someone or a festival or a gig or whatever, like those friends, are they really your friends? Mm, Well, probably not. You might like, you might have maybe one or two people from it that become your friends, but Mm. in in general no right it's, it's it's just a like you said it's just a situation that you sort of put yeah, in and si- and, and you situational have to, friends yeah exactly and you, you it's a weird concept isn't it like absolutely we don't, we don't really think about it um like that but i think in those situations where you're kind of thrust together because you have to be there's probably more opportunity to be attracted to each other do you know what I mean? Because you're oh, yeah, absolutely. you're all in this situation. You haven't got any ties to each other. You could be attracted to each other. But then if you if you are in that situation, if you are attracted to each other, trying to get together and be together is very often frowned upon frowned upon, right? Because yes. you don't you don't necessarily yes. want you don't necessarily want to have uh you don't want to show you, know, what you as, eat. As, as, a, as a CEO or whatever, you don't necessarily want to have people that work in the same company be in relationships together because, you know, if that doesn't work out, there's going to be all this drama that then the, the, the business will have to deal with. And so much drama. Yeah. Well, so yeah, much usually, drama. Right? Well, I, uh, my personal experience has not been that. Like, I've, I uh, met my current partner through work. 
Yeah. Um, so when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about him, you know, and, and how we met. We were friends for a year or so before we got together and we met through that shared situational yeah. experience of work. And we but won't do, you, we don't work together anymore. But if you do, if if you don't mind talking a little bit about that, yeah. what, wasn't wasn't that yeah from from the company's point of view, wasn't that uh, you know sort of like on a hush hush frowned upon? Like <laughs> you know, we we don't necessarily on the hush hush. We we, we don't advise to... that. It's not that we don't condone that or we don't want it to happen. It's just we don't advise that or whatever. I think we were lucky because we we kind of we got together at a time when the company was very small. Um, and so things like that, there wasn't really many people to frown upon it. Yeah. Um, having said that, like we definitely are private people and didn't necessarily want the world to know what we were getting up to because yeah. your relationship is yours. It's your time. It doesn't have to be, um, everyone's, everyone's business. Um, and I think that's, that's interesting too. And, and then you've got the whole, the other side of friendship turning into more, what do people think about that? You know, not just what yeah. your work colleagues and your bosses say about a relationship that comes seemingly out of nowhere, you know, or out of a, of a friendship that you didn't realize was always going to be something more. And that, that is truly how I feel about that relationship. You know, we were friends. There was always something, you know, Yeah. there was always, and I'm grateful that, you know, it turned into what it did because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very happy now. Yeah. Um, but it it could have gone the other way if we hadn't both felt the same way. You know, if we were yeah. friends, um, if we were friends and, you know, he didn't find me attractive and he didn't want to go there, then, you know, something something different would have happened. Our lives would have been completely different. Uh, but going back to my point, you know, it's, you do have that kind of fear of if you're in a friendship group yeah. and you and you break that friendship group up, by coupling up two of you, then there's always going to be that little fear of, oh God, what are they going to say? What are other other friends going to say? Have you had any yeah. experiences like that before? Uh, where I was in a group of friends and then, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've had an experience like that where uh, I had a group of friends. Uh, I was attracted to one of my friends and, and it was all great for, for, for a while and then it didn't work out. And, and then, mm -hmm. you know, the, the group of friends or whatever as a whole is sort of dissipated and it just happened that's to be like that. That's interesting. That, I think, is that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It's like, you know, actually friends becoming more is okay, but maybe when friends become more and then break up, that's yeah. when it has a bigger Absolutely. effect. Absolutely. Like, I've had the same thing. I've had, you know, I've broken up with boyfriends where – all of our friends were Same. together that yeah, we shared yeah, yeah. and I, yeah. I then broke away and lost the friends and, you know, things like that, things like that are sad because you might think, you know, you have friends because of who you are and what you mean to them. Absolutely. But that's when you really learn what true friendship means. Like we were talking about true. at the beginning of the call, you know, it's like, are you, are you really friends with these people if you're friends with them because of the couple? And then what happens if you're in a relationship yeah. and you're friends with these other people who you're friends with because of the relationship mm -hmm. and then the relationship ends, are you still friends with those people? If you, if you feel super close to them, are you still yeah. really friends with them? And then what happens? 
can can you really be friends with that person if you're attracted to them i, I kind of think that's that's, that's really that's, where that's we're a separate that's a separate separate topic as well yeah that, right? we could spend hours talking about that yeah i think if we if we think again about men and women some of the things that we've thought about like are does it matter does it matter like where does, you met someone because i think it does it, it does definitely on a, like if th- there is a huge difference when you go to a club because you go to a club to have a good time yeah but you know you're more open-minded if you know someone comes up and talks to you you know you're more open-minded to but then then you're not friends it's just either a one-night stand or a stranger that you met in a club um and this is some of your favorite people right like one like be. one interaction but, that you have with someone in a club as a woman especially like girls will know like that that girl that you meet in the bathroom who's your best friend for 10 minutes like they're they're some of the more memorable people in your life that you meet you know yeah exactly and you know in some places they have unisex bathrooms you could meet a guy who's your best friend for 10 minutes you know and that there's no attraction then (laughs) loads of places millions of places i've never met a place like that that's (laughs) not that's if if they did exist they probably don't anymore (laughs) I'm going to have to Google it. Yeah, so that probably. I, I'm going to tell you at some other point. But yeah, if, if you were in a situation where you met... like, So when you make this like 10-minute friend, the person that I'm talking about, you're yeah. maybe you're a girl in the bathroom and you've accidentally tucked your skirt into your pants, right? And you don't realize it. And then a girl will be like, hey, you've tucked your skirt into your pants. And you'll be like, oh, I'm such a knob. Thank you very much. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she'll compliment you on your shoes and you'll compliment her on her hair. And then you'll tell each other your life story and you'll end up crying and redoing each other's makeup. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Women are beautiful people. Um, that experience could still be true of a man and a woman, depending on whether or not the man is willing to say, hey, you've touched your skirt into your pants. And whether or not the woman is, is willing to say, hey, I like but- your shoes. It could be. It could be if a guy said that. It could be seen differently, right? You know, as if as if, if a girl skirt into your pants, no, like no, in a weird, creepy way. No, no. If they, he could say it in a in a normal way, but it could be seen differently. I'm assuming. Well, I guess because it, it's it, a guy saying that and not a girl, right? I, I think this is still so. This is so very living in a very heteronormative world right this is this is where men and women have defined personas defined by their sexuality and in the world you you won't necessarily know if the man or woman that you're speaking to is ever going to have the hots for you you know because you don't know their sexuality when you meet them so making assumptions like you can't really do that because you unless someone says to you hey you know i'm a proud gay man i'm not going to be attracted to you like you're just not gonna you're not gonna know so that's another thing you know you may be attracted to a woman friend that you have yeah but you should you should know if she's your friend you should know if she's yeah. if she's straight but let me <laughs> let, let me ask you this is it is it yeah. um is it always up to the woman to dictate where the relationship goes because even as a guy mm. um you 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 might meet a girl you find her attractive uh, you might uh, want to take it further, um, even if, even mm-hmm. if it's in the same group of friends, or you have a you have a friendship already developed with that girl. 
is it then always up to the girl to dictate where that relationship goes? Because obviously, you know, as a guy, no. we like to see it. No? No. No. Definitely not. Like, men might think that. And obviously, I'm generalizing a lot by saying men might yeah. do anything. Um, I think it completely depends on the friendship. Completely okay. depends on the friendship. Like, if your friendship is defined by shared experiences, you go to the same gigs together you go to movies together you do things that couples might do together yeah, yeah. and you go out just the two of you if you have a friendship like that with um and you're both single i think that's that's also important you're both straight you're both single you've been best friends for years there should be an openness and yeah. and a space for vulnerability within that friendship and that should allow either person to be able to say hey i'm attracted to you what mm -hmm. we're going to do about it you know and for the other person to say i don't feel that way but i'm glad that you told me because i want to be here for you mm -hmm. you know and i think that's like the ideal most mature way of doing things it's probably that's not a, what happens <laughs> yeah that's that's a that's a thin line to something like friends with benefits <laughs> Well, that's another thing entirely. Like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is friends with benefits? Why? Why are relationships so complicated? Oh, Any type of know, relationships? Mate. They're all t they're all shit, aren't they? <laughs> like, I I love being in a in a relationship now. But let's say I'm I'm not use myself as the example for talking about what the fuck friends with benefits is because any so if you are friends with someone best friends with someone true friends with someone and you want to have sex with them you probably want to be in a relationship with them that's, if you are not if you are not true friends with someone mm -hmm. and you're like level one friends with some attractiveness there and you want to have sex with them maybe you don't want to be in a relationship with them what so does that I, mean I've, I've been in a, in a situation like that and it definitely yeah. didn't start out as wanting to be in a relationship, but it just, it developed then to, it just developed into a relationship up after. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's uh, but then, very unusual. But then that was my point. That was my, my feeling, my point of view. Obviously I can't speak for the other person, but yeah. and it, it is a generalization, but from a woman's point of view, girl's point of view, when 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 you have that option to you know be friends with benefits, does that automatically suggest that something serious might be on the line? It depends on the woman, for sure. Um, it does, and I think that everybody wants to feel loved, yeah. and they have love to give. Yeah. Um, some people who have gone through a shit time and been made to feel unworthy may not realize that they're deserving of love so they may enter into a friends with benefits situation thinking well i don't want to be with them anyway because love's not for me you know yeah, yeah. i'm happy just to you know to live my life as an independent woman and have sex whenever i want to because i've got this guy that i can call you know yeah. and i think most people in the world have been there but it for me anyway it's it goes back to a feeling of unworthiness you know, okay. and it's, it's not, it's not something you realize at the time. It's not something that you can accept at the time. 
uh, because you're fully under the impression that this is what you want. You're like, yeah. of course, this is what I want. You know, yeah. I've got all the control. Look no at me with all my control. Yeah. But it's not true. You don't yeah. have control because you can't control your feelings and you can't control your situation and you can't control their feelings and their situation. So for, for me, the best, the best friends with benefits situation is... Is one if that you doesn't genuinely, happen. well, no, I, th- I think if you're both busy, like it's, yeah. it's more like a relationship with someone who's super busy. If you are yeah. both uh, for doctors or some, something where you'd have like chefs, you'd have yeah. to work like 16 hour shifts. You legit don't have time to do all of the lovely things you want to do yeah. in a relationship. Then calling it friends with benefits is probably a silly thing to do, but having a relationship that is kind of quite non-committal, yeah. you know, and that you don't actually have to put that much time into. Yeah. And you both respect each other's schedules. You both respect the fact that each other has something else going on, but you still really like each other and you have great yeah. sex, but you don't yeah. want to stop doing that. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's more of a, it's like a non-committal relationship because if you're friends, then you're friends for a reason. Now that's not the same as saying I sleep with someone on the regs that I have no attachment to. <laughs> yeah. That's different. So there will be people in your life that you are attracted to physically yeah. Yeah. that bore you to shit, but you have sex with them anyway because you're young and stupid and you, you want to because yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. what you want. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know if that's friends with benefits, but it's, it's, no, that's desperation. The friends. Yeah, no, it, well, all right, call it what you want. But it, it skips the friendship. And I think that's interesting too. Like as a man or as a woman, you can choose to skip the friendship with someone and just go straight to, you know, meeting someone, having a great night, wanting to have another great night, but not wanting any of the, not wanting to actually get to know that person yeah you don't want to have friendship comes from yeah you don't want to have all that sort of emotional baggage and attachment and and things like that it's just purely physical right it's not just that like definitely like you don't want that but you wouldn't even be thinking about it because you don't know the person yeah because you you may have had one great night with them and have a couple of conversations obviously these are very specific examples and not everything can be generalized it's like two or three different things but yeah I think what we're both saying is men and women can be friends or straight men and women, straight single men and women can be friends. <laughs> um, it's 2020. You gotta, you gotta be specific about those things. This is it. This is it. You know, like things will be different in the future, but yeah, straight single men and women, which is the demographic that we're talking about today. Can, we, we believe can be friends. Yeah. But if you're in any of those categories that we've mentioned, you probably don't want to be friends with that person. All of it is such a, it's like, it's a thin line that you walk in on and it, it's, it's such a balance and, and uh, yeah, like balancing act where like the, the, what, what's the word? Like the, the, the borders, the plates, the, the borderlines sort of like um, fade because it's such yeah. a thin, thin line. And you just, well, do you, do you ever feel like you might cross that line? Do you ever worry that you might cross that line? Like if you were a straight single man, uh, like would you worry about that? And I would worry about it after I crossed it probably. 
cross it first. Yeah. Ask for cross, uh, ask for forgiveness. Cross it first, and then deal with the consequences after. Like well, I said, you... well, like I said, I've been in a, in a situation like that where I have been friends for years, and yeah. then and then it developed into something else. Uh, it's just th- it, it just me... it just naturally happens. It, it it wasn't. I initially really wasn't going into it with mm-hmm. any like attraction or anything. It, it was strictly just a friendship. It wasn't a close friendship, but it was a friendship. Aha. Uh-huh. that's that's the thing is it? it wasn't a close friendship so again yeah. it goes back to that definition of close or definition of true friendship like think about your best friend well or, yeah i think i, guess, I think there I is different gone there are there are two ways of looking at this either your best friend is someone that you've always loved and that love for you could blur yeah. because you love that person so much yeah. that you want to be around them forever and they are beautiful to you. Yeah. And that, that could be a blurry friendship that other people don't understand. That's okay. Cause you don't care because yeah. your, your best friend is amazing. Or you could be best friends with someone that you've always secretly been attracted to and you're yeah. doing the whole unrequited love thing where you're just kind of hanging on being best friends with someone that you you really wish would see you for who you are. Yeah. Um, and it never really does. Yeah. Tell me. Have you read me. the book? Oh, there you go. Go ahead. No. What book? What book? One day. No. Okay. I recommend the book. It has some of those themes in it. It's, it's essentially about, um, uh, uni friends who kind of, I think they hook up once and then never again. Um, and then it just tells the story of their lives and how, their friendship develops and then what happens to them in later life when they have realizations of sorts that I don't want to tell you too much because it's a okay. really good book all right check um, it out one yeah day. check it out one day I actually have it and I will let you borrow it at some point and I'll send <laughs> oh. it over <laughs> yeah it's, it's a good one I wanted to ask um what do you mm. think about uh guys because there are lots of them that use that pattern of becoming friends mm-hmm. to essentially get into a relationship or, or or you know create something more romantic with that person there are a lot of guys that are using that to oh. achieve like they, they they don't go into it thinking about a friendship they go into it thinking about i want to get into a relationship with that person but they use the friendship as as that catalyst to that and I don't think that's a fully fair that that's no. not a fair way to to treat that person that you want to be with. If you want to be with them so much, why don't you want to be friends with them? Like be friends with like you how will you know if you want to be with someone in a relationship if you're not friends with them? You know that's what I mean? That, I know, but like in 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 a guy's world actually, essentially there, there's a lot of uh, fuck talk boy. me through fuck, it. Put, th- put me th- on th- your th- head. Th- th- put me th- in the head of a fuck boy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fuck boys out there that essentially either okay. can use that as you know, you you can use like self pity or something to to get sex. Essentially, uh, you can you okay. can approach the situation like wanting to be friends, but really your main intention is to fuck the girl or get into a okay. relationship with her. But in most cases, it's it's probably. Fu- have sex with the girl rather than well girls do that too like that's it's not just a boy thing like definitely girls do that too that's interesting 
Yeah. I thought it was mainly I thought it was mainly like fuck boys that do that. Well, we don't want to get stuck with the label, do we? It's fuck boys <laughs> for a reason. We've we've been clever there. Um yeah, I think if you if you're, you know, a strong independent woman and you're not looking for a relationship, many women out there like that, you can approach someone with the intention of sleeping with them and create a kind of like semi friendship. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think women are I think it does depend on the person, but it's like, do you have a conscience or don't you? Do you give a shit about the person or don't you? And yeah. if you don't give a shit about them and you just want to sleep with them because you're, you're thinking about yourself, you're not going to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. They're not going to enjoy themselves. Like ultimately it's not going to fulfill you. And if it doesn't fulfill you, you will always feel empty. And then you'll find it difficult to have a real relationship with someone when yes. the time comes for you. Yeah. And you'll be stuck in a cycle of, fucking yourself over all the time and then the other thing is when when you're the fuck boy and you're trying to get with the girl and you use the friendship te- uh, tactic to try and get in the girl's pants but then the girl friend zones you ah uh, and what do you do <laughs> uh, you, you, you move right? on probably <laughs> <laughs> well i don't you know what i missed and and this is this is something get, that getting I out of a friend zone is just i i don't i don't really know if i've ever already done it like, I'm sure I don't know have. if I've been friend zoned before. Okay. Okay. I don't think I have. Okay. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't think it's happened to me. It may well have done and I don't know about it, but that means I don't care enough about the guys that tried yeah, to friend zone yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I don't know how often I've done it either. I can't think back and think of a specific person that I've done it to. Yeah. Um, because most of the time, you know, I've, I've ended up in relationships with the men that I know in yeah. my life. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just the way it is. Um, but I think when it comes to getting over something like that, you kind of, it's, it's going to have long lasting effects on you. You yeah. can't ever just like snap out of it and be fine forever. Yeah. So there's like, there's emotional consequences to everything. Definitely. Even if you don't want them to be. Definitely. Like I said, you know, mm. all this, the relationship, friendship, men and women, sort of interactions is such a thin line and, and balance and act where you, you, you know, you have to be true to yourself and true to the other person and, and, you know, be open and honest with, with whatever your intentions are. For sure. For yeah, sure. I, definitely- I think if you know what you want in a friend and you understand what, what values you share and what values your friends share, then, then it's, it's not going to matter what sex they are, what gender they are. It's, it's just going to be a true friend that you're, you're grateful to have. Yeah. And if you're in a happy relationship, you're not thinking about, you're not thinking about fucking other people. Yeah. And if you are, you're not in a happy relationship. That is true. That is true. I, I really we've enjoyed all been this. There. I, I, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> we, we've all been there. I really enjoyed this conversation. It's, 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 conversations like that can go on for hours and hours and you you never really oh, yeah. you, you never really set out to uh get any sort of an answer it's just it's just <laughs> <laughs> enjoyable to talk about and and you know just trying to yeah. navigate life essentially <laughs> that's all we're here to do right navigate exactly, that shit exactly exactly be good to all each other all, and be happy absolutely all in all women and men can be friends just be honest and be open with your intentions and and that's it, right? That's it.
Yeah. Space for vulnerability, openness. Absolutely. Good. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Heather, for coming onto the show. It was a real pleasure talking to you. Um, You're welcome. Have thank a, you, everybody, a great for listening. Time. Uh, I'm, I had a fantastic time as well. Thank you very much again. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Tune in next week. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bearded Discussion Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and follow your host, Simon Binkowski, on YouTube and Instagram. Share it with your friends and tune in next week. See ya.